Hello and welcome to another episode of Don't Fade This Podcast. My name is Joshua Reimer, and I am joined by none other than our GPP pro himself, Jared Block. Jared, how are you doing this fine Wednesday morning? I'm doing good, sir. Uh, kind of a weird slate last night. Lots of home runs being hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, we kind of just fell short a little bit on a few things. But that Yankee stack that we talked about early on in the day ended up translating into a bunch of runs and home runs for our squads. And they I can't believe how low they were. That's my thing, man. I cannot believe that the rest of the industry just failed to realize how good of a play that that, that Yankees team was. And uh, I, they definitely came to play. And now they get Chris Archer today. And uh, I don't think it's going to go very well for Chris Archer. That's for sure. Uh, it's going to be fun to talk about this slate. It's it's a loaded slate. We have 10 games on the docket. Not as much as yesterday, but definitely a good amount. I'm excited to go over it with you. Uh, is there anything you want to cover before we get into this one? Uh, yeah, my... I hit uh, two or three, two out of three legs of my same game parlay and missed it by the Braves' run line of one and a half because they oh, no. only won by one run. But Ronald Acuna hit two home runs. Matt Olson got a hit, and that's all I needed. <laughs> I can't even hit the ones that I really try to hit. Dude, I did not even come close to mine yesterday. I, that, like you said, that Verlander under uh, six and a half was scary. And uh, it wasn't even scary because it wasn't even going to happen. It wasn't even close to happening. Uh, he had 12 strikeouts yesterday. That There's one take I failed on yesterday, 100%. It was, uh, it was the Justin Verlander take. But no one had him, so it wasn't a big deal for me. Um, it was, uh, I don't know. I guess I came up short a little bit there, but regardless, we get into today's slate. Uh, on this show, we go position by position over on FanDuel. We start off at the pitcher position and break down everything you need to know about today's slate. Well, not everything, but most things you need to know about today's slate. So Jared, let's get into this one. Starting off with pitcher and talking about these higher priced guys, guys over 10K. There's three of them. Shamanaya, Aranola, Nestor Cortez. People have loved playing Nestor Cortez recently, and I'm just curious. Do you think this is a spot where we can go back to the well? I, I think that it's definitely viable. Uh, he's been phenomenal this season, and I, I think that you know, with them being uh, getting the run support, being heavy favorites, makes sense. Uh, 11K is a lot, but um, I don't know. It kind of it's a better situation than it was yesterday for Alec Manoa at 11K. So I think he has the leash. Uh, and I think that the strikeouts will be there. And he's done very, very well. Limiting hard contact. And I think that the walks are a little bit under control, too. So you add all that up, and I think that he does get a quality start to win today. Yep, I, I tend to agree with that take. I, I don't mind the Cortez play. I just feel like you're paying up a little bit too much for it. What do you think about Aaron Nola? I feel like every time I see Nola pitch against Milwaukee, he has just a spectacular game where he goes deep, gets a lot of strikeouts. Is, is that going to be the case today? I like Nola a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a great play today. Uh, the Brewers are cold. They've been struggling. And they're getting a little bit of their guys back and healthy, but the guys that are coming back also have high strikeout rates. So I think that you can take Nola and feel pretty comfortable about that. He's going to be um, – I still think that the win bonus is in his favor. Uh, do people play Nola over Cortez today? I feel like Nola's probably the guy that they choose if they had to choose anybody. I don't think we've gotten to the chalk pitcher yet. I think he's a little bit okay. deeper down. We'll get to him soon. Uh, really quick, give me your thoughts on Sean Manaya, though. Yeah, Manaya going up against this Mets team. 
I'm just going to feel free to stay away. It's, it's, yeah. I think it's a nice matchup, but I think the Mets are just crafty enough to, to kind of like not give him a ceiling start. Yep, I agree. All right, let's move down to this next tier of pitching. Uh, let's talk about everyone above 8K here. So it's a good group of guys. Um, I feel like, you know, the, the chalk pitcher is going to be Shane Bieber today. Uh, three, four straight starts with over 40 FanDuel points, three straight starts where he's had over seven innings pitched, and two out of those last four starts have had 10 plus Ks. Uh, you know, this, this competition has been weak, man. The Twins, Detroit twice, and Baltimore. But it's not like Texas is much better. So I, I think you very well could see Shane Bieber be one of the top owned starters of the day. And I'm not going to say I disagree. I, I don't think I actually think it's a pretty solid spot for him overall and uh, think he could end up doing really well here. The thing is, is that Texas always loves to uh, troll. So who knows exactly what's going to happen? It is in Cleveland, though. So I've got to ask this. Is there any rain? Uh, Cleveland rain. I have the weather report pulled up. Yes. Uh, lots of it. <laughs> heavy rain moves into the game and sticks around the stadium for a couple hours. PPD is possible. Delay is more than likely. Uh, yeah. Scratch everything uh, I just said. <laughs> scratch everything. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll see it's early, so, but it does feel like it's going to be a spot where we see another Cleveland postponement this week. My goodness, they're just gonna keep. They're gonna. They're gonna have to find. They're gonna be playing a lot of double headers come. Uh, come the middle of the summer. Anyway, uh, regardless, probably not a good Shane Bieber start. A smart a spot that I really like though. Nathan Eovaldi. Um, this guy, you know, he gives up a lot of home runs, but a lot of them are solo shots. And when he's not giving up home runs, he has some of the most electric K stuff out there. We saw what he did against Oakland. We saw him have a good game against Seattle. Um, I, I think that, you know, Nathan Eovaldi at 9-2 is a little too low priced. And with this Angels team still cold, I think yesterday proved that, uh, this Angels team, it's not just going to be, you know, a manager switch and you're going to see them pop off. This is going to be a cold stretch that lasts for a while. And he doesn't have to face off against Mike Trout tonight, which is huge. Or possibly doesn't have to face off against Mike Trout tonight. Yeah, I would say that Trout is more than likely out. And you'll also probably see Joe Adele in the lineup, which is another K. So, yeah, uh, we'll see. He came into the game for Trout after he left. So I would assume he'd be the starter there. Uh, I like the spot for Eovaldi. I think that the price tag is, you know, a little bit creeping up there, but the strikeouts definitely present themselves. I agree with you. I mean, I think Shane Bieber, whether his side is probably going to garner ownership, but it would be fun if that game got PPD'd and then you had to choose because that opens things up for like three or four more guys. Yep, I, I completely agree there. Um, all right, who do you like in this 8K to 9K range? Anyone that jumps off the page to you? Or 8K to 9.7, sorry. Oof. The big range, man. No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, not really, Ed. I don't know. I think know. there's I one don't... guy. I think Bassett deserves his love. Uh, I, I know the price tag's a little expensive, but... I still believe in righties versus the Padres, and uh, Bassett's a guy who could shut down that team. So I don't mind Bassett. Uh, outside of that, I understand where you're coming from. It is a little bit tough to like anyone else, but Bassett's the one guy that I would I would at least consider. Yeah, what version of Johnny Cueto do we get today? Well, not, not for pitching. One. <laughs> yeah, not for pitching purposes, but for Dodgers purposes. We'll talk about yeah. that soon too. Yes. For sure. I think that'll be a very interesting conversation. All right, let's go below 8K, talk about some of these guys. 
I think Ian Anderson's one of the more interesting plays. Uh, obviously, we have some rain around Atlanta like we do with teams every given day, so maybe this isn't the day to go to it. But he had a really good start last time out against the Rockies. Uh, I know the five earned runs are certainly there, but that was in cores. I don't fully blame him for that. The K stuff was working, though. Nine strikeouts in that start. If his K stuff is working against this Athletics team, we saw Wright absolutely dominate last night. So Ian Anderson could be a guy that does well here. Yeah, uh, it just sucks that all the pitchers that we like are uh, in rain spots. Atlanta, Cleveland, and then I also have to mention that Baltimore-Chicago is really, really um, unlikely to play as well. So yep. we'll see. Uh, outside of Ian Anderson, I don't really like much down here. Uh, there's not really much to love, in all honesty. So probably going to stay away from the rest of this range. Yeah, I think so. We don't have a guy or two like Dakota Hudson and Garrett Whitlock like we did yesterday. I don't feel good about any of these guys. Yep, neither do I. All right, let's get to first base. Talk about this pay-up range, Jared. Uh, who do you like over 3,500? Yeah, uh, I think that for for tournaments, a contrarian approach would be C.J. Crone going up against Alex Wood. I also like Freddie Freeman and Anthony Rizzo. So those are the three guys that stick out to me at the top here. Yep, I like Rizzo. I like Freddie Freeman a lot. You know, I, I guess it does depend on what Cueto we end up getting. But my prediction would be it's a Cueto that's not going to be very good. So I uh, I can get behind some uh, Freddie Freeman tonight in all honesty. When we're talking about pay down options, anything that sticks off the page to you. For me, uh, under 3K, it's probably a lot of ugly stuff down here. Nothing really sticks off the page, I guess. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really have a lot that I love down here that's jumping on the page. Anything for you, though? Not really. <laughs> it's it's kind of gross down here. Um, no, nothing really sticks out for me. Uh, maybe. Well, no, never mind. I like the <laughs> I like the Giants, but nobody at first. Well, maybe maybe Flores, but he's multi positional eligible. Yeah. For sure. All right. Let's talk about second base. At the payup spots, we have Trevor Story, Tommy Edmond, Nolan Gorman, uh, Jimenez, and Miller. Uh, I like DJ LeMahieu. I'll go back to the well on the DJ train. Uh, guy has just been hitting the ball like crazy recently. And I think, you know, if he continues to get on base, Judge and Stan and the whole crew there will just end up hitting him in. Yep. Agreed. I like LeMahieu a lot. Again, I, I would go back. I played him last night, too. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, we'll see if Glaber makes the lineup today. I don't know if he will or not. Um, but you know, keep an eye on some of those Yankees and that's, uh, I mean, for second base, I think paying up is kind of interesting. I don't think you're going to have the money to pay up for Trevor story against Reed Detmers, but at least it kind of, it is a little bit enticing. Um, other than that though, I think it's pretty much DJ LeMayhew. Are Yankees one a again? I think they're close. I think they are. I don't, I I don't, I don't even think it's lock it internet. But. I, I feel like I can just lock it in, man. Chris Archer sucks, and that bullpen got spent yesterday. So yes, you're talking did. about the really <laughs> bad arms coming in today, and uh, who knows what that can include. Um, I think they're also going to be fired up. I don't know if you saw, but Miguel ended up buzzing the tower against Donaldson, and I feel like there was some uh, there was some intent there. In all honesty, 
Uh, and so I think, you know, this Yankees team talked a little bit about it in the pressers last night, just saying how they were disappointed by it. And I, I think they're coming out with a vengeance today. So I don't know if that involves Cortez plucking someone or if it involves this Yankee team just absolutely going ballistic. But we saw 10 runs last night. I, I think you very well could see 10 runs once again. Anyway, yep. don't want to. I, I wanted to go over the Yankees thing really quickly because I think they are good plays. Uh, you have Tommy Lastella here at twenty eight hundred. Is he the best paydown option? Because I feel like that yep. might be the case. The only guy that I want to talk about, but he is over for his last eleventh. So that's yep. fun. Yep. Against Sensatella, though, you can always break that. Yes, you certainly can. Um, Oakland really quickly. If Ian Anderson isn't going to have a good game, could some of these cheaper guys from Oakland be in play? You know, a guy like Elvis Andrews, I know we're not at shortstop, so I'll, I'll save that for a second. Let's talk about the guy that I was thinking of, Jed Lowry here. Um, I don't know. Could Jed Lowry potentially be a guy that's cheap that gets the job done against Anderson? Yeah, he could be. I know Tony Kemp's always gross, but he's always cheap and leading off at 2400 So. Mm-hmm. I mean, those two guys make some sense. Uh, no one plays Oakland today, so you can get those guys lower owned than Listella, who's probably going to garner a lot of ownership. Yep, for sure. All right, uh, let's move on to third base. What do you like in the payup range here? You have Jose Ramirez, Rafael Devers, Manny Machado, above 4K, and then you got some other guys that are between 3 and 4K. Uh, anyone that you absolutely love? Uh, nothing that really sticks off the page right away to me. Uh, I would have some interest in Jose Ramirez, but I don't think that that game plays, or at least he doesn't get enough at-bats for him to pay off that $4,600 price tag. Uh, have some interest in Devers against uh, Reed Devers. Like, I'm always kind of the guy that plays Devers against lefties, and this could be a spot to do that in. Um, Riley probably garners some ownership again today he always kind of just falls in the spot where i mean he's getting expensive now though so i'm not sure if people will end up going there but maybe they end up just going matt carpenter instead yeah i i love your devers call i i think it's one of the sharper calls that you can have today uh detmers is good as, usually struggles against lefties especially uh lefties of power so i could see devers getting the job done um really good play there uh, like I said, DJ at this spot is good. Josh Donaldson, I think, at 3K is way too cheap. Uh, I know he didn't do all that much yesterday. He had one hit and a walk, and that's it. But uh, I think he could be in a really good spot. In a pay-up-down spot, I like Evan Longoria. You know, you mostly want righties against Sensatella anyway, and so Longo could be a guy that really works out for you in the pay-down range. Anything that you like in third base uh, when it comes to pay-down guys? Yeah, I think it's worth a mention that Justin Turner sees Johnny Cueto really well. 15 yes. for 40 with uh, four doubles and two homers. So yeah, no, I think that I there's something here. I don't think that the Dodgers are like everybody's fired up to play them. If Johnny Cueto was like 7K on FanDuel, I think people would look at it and be like, oh, this is great. But now that he's up almost at 10K, I don't think many people are going to just go ahead and say, I'm playing Dodgers today over a team like the Yankees. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree. Um, all right, let's move on to shortstop. At shortstop, the payoff spots are Trevor Story, Trey Turner, Francisco Lindor, all above 4K. And then you have a few guys above 3K that uh, pose some interesting options for this team. Is Correa expected back today? Because if he is expected to return today, uh makes me feel less confident about the Cortez take. Yeah, he's eligible to return on Wednesday, which is today. So, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, that should be interesting. Um, I, I think that, you know, maybe that makes me stay away a little bit more from Cortez. I don't know what the industry feels like. Back to a guy that I was talking about. There's not really a lot that interests me in the pay up range, but back to a guy that I was talking about before we got into, uh, before we, or when I was talking about the athletics, I think Andrews, Elvis Andrews makes a ton of sense. You know, uh, the guy has been hitting the ball like crazy, has had a hit in five out of the last six games, seven of the last nine. Like he, he looks really good, and I, I think that this could be a potential pay-down spot for shortstop. Yeah, no one's going to go here. One, because it's Oakland. Two, because like they, they don't see the fancy production uh, lately. Now, you just turn the, a few of those into some hits from guys around him, and he if he's up at the two spot, then I, I like it. I think I can get down with that. Um, I don't really like anything else though. Not going to lie down here. is (laughs) kind of gross. Uh, I would say just keep an eye on Brandon Crawford. Uh, He left last night's game. I don't know if he's going to be eligible to go today. So just keep an eye on that. You might see a spot where we're going to get some weird giants in this lineup today. Always fun to see some weird giants in the lineup. I wonder who would it be? Maybe Donovan Walton. I don't don't know who their other shortstops are. Regardless, though, let's talk about the outfield. Uh, quite a few pay-up spots, or four pay-up guys. Mookie Betts, Aaron Judge, Bryce Harper, and Ronald Acuna. Um, judge, Judge, Judge. I'm, I'm just going to play Judge in this spot. Like I, I I know he struggled against Chris Archer in the past, uh, but that's the past. Chris Archer, Chris Archer has been a completely different pitcher ever since coming back from Tommy John. Uh, he's one of the worst pitchers in the MLB. XFIP at 5.55 has struggled against lefties and righties, and I think Judge takes care of him pretty easily today, especially knowing that you know Archer throws that slider so much. Uh, that slider is going to cause major problems for him, not only against Judge but also against Stanton. So I I like this spot for Chris Archer, or for, not for Chris Archer. I like this spot for Aaron Judge quite a bit. Yeah, I will. I'll throw out the Mookie Love. I think that there's something here. Uh, you're paying a lot though, and you're also most likely not playing Judge, so that is really scary. Uh, really, not too many payup guys that I'm falling in love with. Maybe a guy like JD Martinez makes some sense. Yeah, I can I can get behind the JD play for sure. I I like Boston a lot today. I just need to find cheap enough Boston bats to actually. Uh, make it happen i i they didn't do great yesterday necessarily but they did okay um a guy like kike hernandez could be a guy that i see myself going to all the way down at 3k if he continues to get that leadoff spot um you know just i'm looking for cheap uh cheap guys over in that boston stack and there's not a lot of them but there'll definitely be a few maybe if bobby dalbeck at the start i could see myself going there um, but what else do you like in the outfield? Uh, you know, let's talk about above 3K really quickly. Anyone else stick off the page to you? Yeah, I mean, if we get an actual game, I think I can get behind Cubs again. Um, yeah. Now, yeah, I, Christopher Morrell hit a home run in the first at bat of the game. Jordan Lyles is always kind of hit or miss uh, with that. And I, I do expect that if the game plays, that they're going to be run scored. Like Baltimore scored almost 10 runs last night. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Maybe we talk about a little bit of Baltimore action. Yeah, I, I certainly don't mind that. You know, we didn't talk a lot about that game just because it looks like it will get rained out. But 
Strowman has been up and down this season. There, there hasn't necessarily been a great start for him, but he has had some decent starts, and he's had some really, really bad starts. Uh, so we, we've truly seen every side of Strowman so far. I could definitely see this Baltimore team getting to him. And then Lyles on the other side. Like, we we targeted against Lyles before. It's not impossible to do, and uh, I think he could give up a few runs here. Again, it's just, will that game play? And we won't know anything about that until we get a little bit closer to lock. Um, all right, pay down options in the outfield, Jared. What are you looking at? Yeah, first guy that stands off the page to me is Luis Gonzalez. Uh, I think that you know he's not going to get a high spot in the lineup probably, but lefty against Sensatella makes a lot of sense. And he's, I don't know, I mean, is he in pinch hit risk? It doesn't seem like he is qualifying for that. No, I don't think so. He might not be in that pinch hit risk category. So I like that. I like Roman Laureano, a guy who's on the longest hit streak in the MLB at 11 games. Yep. Uh, his hit yesterday had two RBIs that came along with it. So uh, if he continues to hit well at 2800 I'm I'm definitely interested at that price tag. Um, Harold Ramirez is someone that yeah. I don't get a lot of opportunities to talk about, but I love to talk about him when I do because he has some of the most interest uh, stat cast numbers in the MLB, uh, some of the most elite uh, advanced analytics for him. Now, has it necessarily translated on paper? Uh, somewhat. I mean, he's hitting 285 with two home runs. But, you know, I think you are coming up on a point where you could see Harold Ramirez break out any given day. And I think this could be the start of it against Packy 9. Yeah, I was going to bring up Rays because they are cheap. And I know that this is technically a bullpen game. So... Do you think that there's enough here to have them get after it in the first inning? I think potentially yes. In cash, I don't know. I think potentially yes. St. Louis, if I remember, isn't that good of a bullpen overall. So I, they've given up 25 home runs so far this year. That's worse, or that's good for the tenth worst uh, number in the MLB. So they've given up a lot of home runs. The don't give up a lot of hits though. I don't know. I, I think it's an okay spot to go to. I'd be interested to hear, is it a bullpen game or is it a opener with a starter behind him? Uh, that, that could change my view depending on what side of that that is. Yeah. That's a very interesting spot for the Rays. I have some interest because they are going to load up on righties today. So mm-hmm. we Cheap will see. Too. Cheap righties, always cheap righties. Um, outside of that, though, I mean, I there's really not anything that stands off the page to me. Uh, yeah, a lot of ugly stuff yeah, down here. A lot of ugly stuff, yep. Yeah, uh, okay, Jared, I, I think we're – oh, last guy I'll mention, Joey Gallo. Uh, been on a little bit of a streak, man. It looks He's looking good recently. I think that, you know, if you're getting Joey Gallo at 2,300, I'll, I'll take the opportunity to get him in the nine hole. And, uh, you know, I, I think that you're getting good value there at the end of the day. But, all right, yep. we can move on. Yeah, played him last night. Worked out pretty well, considering. Yep. Um, all right. Fuck, Mary kill the pitchers today. I'll keep it relatively simple. Uh, Nestor Cortez, Aaron Nola, Shane Bieber. All right. Well, I'll kill Shane Bieber because, or not completely fade Bieber because I don't believe in the weather spot for him. I will fuck or GPP play for Nestor Cortez and then marry Aaron Nola, dude. I feel like Nola just always dominates against Milwaukee, and I don't see why he wouldn't do it today because Milwaukee's still ice cold uh, over the last few games. So Nola will be my cash game play there. 
all right, Jen, let's get to our same game parlays. Uh, for yours, I will give you. Hold on, I got to get the FanDuel Sportsbook here. Um, I will give you. Oh gosh, this is kind of ugly. I don't know what to give you here. I'll give you Boston and Angels. Okay, oh, you're very hesitant there. Uh, yeah, I'll give well, you. I don't know I'll what you, you want the, even. Yeah, I don't. I don't know today. Uh, I'll give you the Giants game. Okay. I'm not going to give you my Yankees. That's fine. It is what it is, I guess. I'm not going to give you that two days in a row. <laughs> Did you, you didn't give me Yankees yesterday. You gave me oh, a well. shitty Astros game yesterday. <laughs> the Astros game that had like a uh, yeah. combined like four runs or whatever. There, there. I know this isn't an NFL show, but the Browns just excused Baker Mayfield for the week. Oh. I don't know the exactly. drama continues. They should have. Yeah. They should have had hard knocks this year. They they definitely should have had hard knocks this year. That is that is a great call, Jared. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think this with this Angels team. Well, these strikeout props for Evaldi are kind of bananas, but what we'll we'll go for it. Uh, the line sits around seven. Wow, that is. Extra high. I love yeah. that. I love that for the fact that I really am considering pitching Eovaldi today. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll find the. I was looking at alternative strikeout numbers, and that's where I think the line is set at. So let me find the actual thing. Oh, first inning. Nerfy, nerfy time. I don't know if I can do that in this Angels game. <laughs> that would be really sweaty. That would be really sweaty. All right, let's see if I can do this. Uh, okay, can I put this in the same build? Sure. All right, I'm really trying to make sure I win at least one of these things. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll see. Uh, the over under for Evaldi is at six and a half, by the way. So. Oh, okay. Um. All right, I'm done. And I'm done again, as well. pretty simple. Uh, I have Devers and Martinez to record hits. Uh, and then I have Nathan Eovaldi, six plus strikeouts for plus 145. Wow, super simple. I like it. All right, I have Wilmer Flores to record a hit, Evan Longoria to record a hit, Charlie Blackman to record a hit, Jonathan Daza to record a hit, and Alex Wood under five and a half strikeouts. And that is plus 427. 427, very nice. All right, uh, don't fade, guys. This one's kind of tough today. Because uh, nobody really Not stands off the page outside of like Yankees. I know who you're going to pick, so yeah. I'm going to go with Rafael Devers today. I love that Devers take. I think that's really going to work out well for you. Uh, I'm going Judge. Uh, I think you know this is the best hitter in all of baseball right now. So um, it's pretty hard to fade him. Three home runs in the past four days. Four home runs in the past six days. Five home runs in the past seven days. The, the guy's been on fire. So I, I see no reason to get off the bandwagon now. I agree with you. Yeah, not too much. I think we yeah nailed it pretty well today. It's a weird slate. It could easily turn into a nine gamer, uh, an eight gamer, maybe. <laughs> like there, yeah. there's real, there's real chances for this thing to go under if Baltimore Chicago plays. Don't miss out on that game. 
I can buy into that. I think that's a good take. All right, Jared, let's get out of here. Uh, thank you all for listening. We greatly appreciate it. If you want to know more about today's slate, feel free to come join us on the member-only podcast where we talk to our MLB members and tell them about the slate game by game, break down everything they need to know. Uh, I know we had a lot of weather talk yesterday. We, we nailed some pitchers that did really well. We nailed, we both nailed our 1A stacks, which was the best thing that happened yesterday. And, uh, yeah, we'll be able to talk about more today. So make sure to come join us over there. But as always, my name is Joshua Reimer. Good night and good skill.